And now, live, it's time. Which team, by colors alone, is identifiable around the world? It's time for the JT The Brick Show. Which team, by slogan, commitment to excellence? On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just win, baby. All those things are the Raiders. Here's your host, JT The Brick. Oh, I love the opening of that hour where we have the Al Davis Open, we call it. JT, back with you here in rainy Summerlin. Where it is raining, and it is raining. It's it's a light drizzle. It doesn't rain much around here, and we're getting rain right now. And you could be indoors at Five Iron Golf. We are really excited to introduce our newest sponsor, Inside Area 15. Now, you've heard of Area 15. If you haven't been down there yet, get there, and you won't believe Five Iron Golf. Uh, Kenny, who's the man and goes beyond and above everything, will make you feel right at home. Five Iron has a little bit of everything. They have eight TrackMan golf simulators with cameras in every bay. So it shows your swing from three different angles. So if you're trying to play golf and trying to get better, and if you're just going to have a good time, just go have a good time. Play any golf course in the world on the simulator. I played Pebble Beach two weeks ago, and you feel on every shot in the simulator like you're at Pebble Beach. It is really cool. They got a full bar, shuffleboard, and Brand-new top-of-the-line clubs. So when they give you the clubs to play with, they're, they're brand-new, top-of-the-line, very good. So you really feel the difference. And then you can get fitted for clubs. You can take lessons. And then they have the Monday, Tuesday night leagues. So if you're into a golf league, you can play indoors there, have a couple of cocktails and beers, and do it there. It really makes you feel like a pro. And the beauty of 5-Iron is that it's for everyone. It's for serious golfers or just a place to hang out and drink with your friends. Get out of the heat or the rain today and get indoors. And right now, they're giving every one of our listeners one free hour on the simulator to check it out. So I w- an hour on a simulator is a long time for you to hit a couple hundred balls and look at your swing. It's a $65 an hour value. We'll give you one hour for free. Just head out to Area 15. Tell them JT sent you five iron golf. You know I know Vegas. You know who my partners are. I'm telling you, if you go to Five Iron, you'll have a blast. It's the best place in town to play golf inside. Completely different. It's a game changer inside Area 15. So we're excited. We are excited for tonight. Tonight's the opening of Resorts World. I'm going down with a bunch of friends. My wife's meeting me later on tonight. And congratulations to Scott Sabella and the whole team down there. Uh, a $4.5 billion casino, the largest casino opening in the history of Vegas. That means something because we're big in Vegas and we do everything big. And that's why this hour I lead off with the great Steph McKenzie, the queen of the Raider Nation, on a big week with the Raiders. How are you, Steph? Hey, JT. How are you doing? Good. Is this real rain? Is it raining where you are? It's raining out here in Summerlin at the Casa. It's it's like uh, sprinkling, and not even sprinkling. It's like drizzling or dripping. <laughs> we don't even know how to categorize rain anymore. Remember growing up as a kid when it would rain for three days in a row and pour? When was the last yeah. time that happened out here? Oh, my gosh. It usually is supposed to happen in August, but it doesn't even then. What are the listeners saying on your morning show about what's going on with the Golden Knights. I can feel the pressure. I'm on edge. You're on edge. It's an elimination game tonight in Montreal. Um, well, first of all, everyone is is keeping their fingers crossed and their spirits up. We got a lot of go-night-go calls this morning. 
um, a lot of social interaction. And everyone, you know, everyone's got the faith. No one was really down about it. They know that it's a do-or-die situation, and so you can kind of feel a little desperation, I think, in all of our voices. But that hope is still there, and that keeps it fun. Steph McKenzie, 97, won the point. Fox and McKenzie, the best morning show in all of radio. I listen all the time. I texted you the other day when I was yes. going out to the Raiders. And as you know, I had no idea and pretty much no one that I know in the organization knew about the Carl Nassib announcement where he announced he was gay. When you got the news, I'm, ass- I'm assuming you got it on social media. Walk me through that day. Well, at first you had to go back and go, what, what, what is going on? What just happened? Oh, okay. I mean, because you think about, JT, there's so many schools of thoughts that I have. You know, when you think of your favorite player, player in the NFL, whatever team it is, of course the only team for me is the Raiders and for everyone listening, but would you notice them outside of playing on the field? I think whatever it is that you do in your own life, of course, meaning that it's a good thing and you're not out beating people and doing illegal things. I think good for him. It, it was a huge step for the world of what we live in to pave that way that it's acceptable. It's okay. Let's move on. Football is football and it doesn't matter what kind of person you are because on that field, all those players from come from all different walks of life. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. And, you know, I really believe, and I haven't interviewed him yet, we interviewed him last year, I think, in training camp, but he didn't play much last year, and he didn't have a very good year. But I'm assuming he came out one of the reasons, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, is he didn't come out in Cleveland and he didn't come out in Tampa Bay. I think he's very comfortable with the organization, Mark Davis, the history of Al Davis, being inclusive and all that, and I hope that had a lot to do with it. Well, and, you know, you got to think about it, too. He even said, he goes, I'm a private person. I'm not doing this for attention, which I think makes it even more amazing for him to do it that way. And I think even more so about ESPN's interview with Mark Davis, how he said, you know, it's all more power to him. That was pretty cool, and the Raiders have been behind him. Bo Jackson even was on Twitter behind him. I think that's even cooler. Uh, Steph McKenzie joins us. So we were texting after minicamp. The attendance was great. Everybody's excited. I mean, there's no drama. I, I guess the only drama a little bit is there's more competition, and we're wondering about Damon Arnett. Is he going to get pushed to the bench? Are they going to have to turn him into a slot corner? Because Casey Hayward was brought in. I know you like that move of two-time pro bowler from the Chargers. And, Steph, it's time to get these guys who are in year two or year three to play better football. They were drafted very high. Now they got to play like high draft picks. Well, and I think that a lot of people are expecting a lot of things. You know, you'll see both sides of the spectrum, especially if you follow social media and go down that rabbit hole. Some people only want more on offense. Some people only want more on defense. I just want everyone to come together, and you got to play that position. I would think the only drama now, if you have to court, court, categorize it in anything, would be, oh, so the Raiders have the first gay player. But who cares about that? Let's move on. Let's get into the preseason. And let's just play ball, right? Absolutely. Steph McKenzie, 97, won the point. So I said I'm going to the opening of Resorts World tonight. I'm happy. I have, I've been to a few casino openings, but you've been here forever, and you've done it a bunch. 
What is it like? Tell all of our listeners, no matter what casino opens. Recently, it was Circa. We were at uh, Virgin Soft Launch and then their second one. But tonight's a big one. The biggest casino in the history of Vegas, pound for pound size and money going in. What are these nights usually like? Well, uh, let me back it up even further than that. I was here when the Mirage opened up, and that was when Tyson fought. Do you remember that? What were you, seven years old at that time at the opening there? What was going <laughs> on there? <laughs> but I would say my first thing, I know this is going to sound so weird, it's the smell. That smell of new and, oh. of course, exciting. You know, I hate to always say after the pandemic. I mean, we're still social distancing and things are going on. But to get back to some normalcy and to have this open tonight is so exciting for all of us. But being there... You know, even if you get there in a few weeks, it's still new and it's huge, right? And the they'll keep rolling out the red carpet for anyone and everyone forever. That's the way we do it here in Vegas. Steph McKenzie, as we wrap it up. So on the music front, Guns N' Roses, first rock show at Allegiant, Wolfgang Van Halen, Wolfie opening up, which is going to be incredible. Garth Brooks right around the corner. And I saw the Foo Fighters, as you know, had that first concert at Madison yeah. Square Garden, which was sold out. So... Tell us what's going on on the music front here in Vegas. Well, we have a big thing today in all of music world. They have not put out a new hit or a new single in 10 years, and Journey just dropped their new one. you got to go listen to it. It's pretty kick-ass. I love it. So that's pretty big. And everyone, of course, yes, Guns N' Roses is really the big one that everyone's waiting for. And you got to get your tickets because that is going to be just a kick-ass concert. But i got to tell you, JT, I went on a tour with my dad for Father's Day at the stadium. Fantastic. What blew you away? What would you like most about the stadium tour? Can I give away a secret as far as what, what happens if no one's been there? Because my favorite, I don't want to say it because you've got to go, but my favorite is what happens when you're in the locker room. It is, oh, I had chills. I took my sister as well, and she was crying a little bit when we started. That's how well, crazy we said are that, fans. Because it is kind of a secret, and I don't want to give it up what happens in the locker room. No. But as you know, you know, as you know, as a season ticket holder, we're both season ticket holders. I did, I've never been in the locker room. Last year, even though I was in the stadium, we didn't have access to go into the locker room. And now fans can go into the locker room before the media and the families. This is incredible, the access that you get on that tour. Oh, my gosh. I, everyone that is listening right now, I do not care. I mean, unless you're a Bronco fan, then I care. I don't want you in our stadium. I'm just kidding. Um, kind of. Um, everyone listening, you have to go to this tour. It is absolutely worth it. It's amazing, and I recommend the VIP tour. Check those tickets out because you get a drink and you can hang out by the Eternal Flame. Excellent. Uh, give me the final score tonight. Steph McKenzie, 97, won the point. I'm going to hold you to it. Vegas Golden ah! Knights at Montreal Canadiens. Give me the score. Okay, I'm just going to say I hate you right now, but I'll love you after the game. 4-3, uh, Knights. Oh, God. Oh, that means it's going to be uh, one of those games where you're on the edge of your seat. Uh, I'm going to go. I will say this, too. We went to a Knights game last Friday, and – you know, I know there's haters on both sides of our goalies right now, but, mm -hmm. man, I'm excited for Leonard to be between the pipes tonight. I like him. Oh, that is a vote of confidence. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Love having you on. Uh, yeah, love you guys. Go Raiders. There she is, Steph McKenzie. you got to listen to her show. 97 won the point. I was up early. She's on very early in the morning. But she does morning drive here in town, Fox and McKenzie, and it's great. The music's fantastic.
They're always having fun on the air. They're in our building, one of our sister stations. And she's a diehard Raider fan. I mean, she's about as big as it gets in this town. And she's been waiting for the Raiders. And she's been here before most of us, so she's excited about that. 702-365-9200. I'm open until about the bottom of the hour. Hall of Famer Bob Arum is going to join us. Bob's put on the greatest fights of all time. So whenever I get a chance to talk to Bob, I really appreciate it. So Bob's going to join us, and then we're going to go to John Sassenti, the executive director of the Las Vegas Bowl. And he's got a lot to say as tickets for the Las Vegas Bowl are coming online. And he's just Mr. Fun in this town. Everybody knows John Sassenti. And if you don't know him, you'll hear him here because he's a great friend of the show. So that's what we're doing today, rest of the day. I like how we've sprinkled in some golden night calls, and I'd like to do more of it as we're brought to you by Ihole, the new international award-winning ultra-premium tequila. Ihole is smooth and easy to drink straight on the rocks or in your favorite cocktail, spelled H-I-J-O-L-E. Iole, proud partner of our show. Bob Arum at the bottom of the hour on the fights this weekend. Game seven, Yanmark. Who is worthy? Matias Yanmark makes it 6-2. Three minutes to go in game seven. Well, let's get everybody fired up. Vegas Golden Knights play tonight. I've been talking about it for most of the show. We got an opportunity here for the next half hour or so with two good guests coming up to take your calls at 702-365-9200. Bob Arum coming up at the bottom of the hour, the return of Lomachenko, which will be a big deal. Nakatani, he's fighting at Virgin. I'll be there, but I'm supposed to be at two places like most people at the same time. Vegas Golden Knights are playing Saturday night. Lomachenko's fighting Saturday night. This is Vegas, grand opening of Resorts World. Look at what we got going on. So this is just outstanding what could happen in Vegas this weekend, but I think a lot of it will depend. A lot of it's going to depend on what happens with Vegas tonight. Steph McKenzie said 4-3 the final. I like that number. You know, the total's five on the game. Usually in a game like this, it's so conservative. No one wants to make a mistake. So you go under the total or right above it here. I'm just expecting a breakout game for Vegas. They've been so sluggish. So I like Steph's score. I I really do. I think that's probably going to be the game. I think it'll be a 3-2 victory for Vegas. And maybe they get an empty netter at the end because price is pulled. So I'll go Vegas 4-2 over the total. And hope that they can get four goals. And really just three in an open net. And then that would come back here to Vegas. So I'd like to know the final score of the game. And which player on the team do you believe has to step up. And really show up and have a monster performance tonight. And and don't be afraid to say that. Because that's what happens in big sports towns. you got to put pressure. you got to put pressure on the big game. And, and the pressure on the best players. Today I was driving and I was listening to the Rich Eisen show. And Rich, who's a good guy, and today's his birthday, so happy birthday to Rich Eisen, who's in our lineup. He was interviewing Reggie Jackson, and he was asking Reggie Jackson about his life and all these great home runs. And Reggie struck out well over 2,000 times. So there was a couple thousand times where he failed. 
He went to the to the batter's box and struck out. But you don't think of Reggie for that. You think of the home run in the All-Star game in 71 that hit the light tower. You think of the three home runs in the World Series to beat the Dodgers. You think of his championships with the Athletics and the Yankees. Everything with Reggie, right? I, I, I don't think of him as a guy who struck out a lot. I think of a guy who stepped up in a big spot. So to compare that with all great athletes to the Vegas Golden Knights, Vegas has a bunch of guys who are built and put in this position chemistry-wise to be great, really to be great. Mark Stone, Mark Stone, Pat Gioretti, these guys are these guys have the ability to be great players in this league, and they haven't gotten going in this series. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Montreal's really good and they're a defensive-oriented team. Islanders won last night. They were trailing 2 nothing in Uniondale, a building I grew up in, going to a lot of concerts and games there, hockey games. Down 2 nothing, they came back to win in overtime on this goal. Letty wrists it in around the wall on the Tampa end. Far side to near. Lightning reverse it near side to far, but give it away. Bailey couldn't hold his own. Turnover in tight. Can you believe that? That's the home crowd winning 3-2 overtime. The Islanders force game seven. Can't Vegas score, uh, force game seven tonight? Islanders had that game at home. They were down two goals, 2 nothing, and they won 3-2 in overtime. The way the Islanders played, I hope Vegas, I know they watched the game. I hope that the Golden Knights got inspiration from the New York Islanders last night in Uniondale. And that still could be the last game ever played there. Because if they lose in Tampa Bay, the building closes. So it was an important game, and they stepped up to the challenge. And I hope to see that from Vegas tonight. Also last night, Trey Young, Atlanta, was fantastic. I mean, we're going to start to take this Hawks team serious. They are seven victories away from winning the NBA title. And last night they went into Milwaukee with this guy, Trey Young, who knocked him down on his way to 48. Trey Young's going to bring it back down for the Hawks, 235 to go in the quarter. Trey dribbling behind the pick. Now Trey crosses over. Stops. He sets. He shoots the three. Bang! They left him wide open and he did a set shot. I mean, the guy's great. you got to compare him to Steph Curry. I know Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. Trey Young is ahead of pace of Steph Curry at the same age. He is. Uh, Curry came into the league and then he became and evolved into Steph Curry, this amazing scorer. Trey Young is that scorer just like Steph. He's something. I don't think he'll ever turn out to be as great as Steph Curry, but if he's in the conversation, that'll be fun to see. Atlanta won on an offensive rebound. Clint Capella grabbed the putback offensive rebound, and this ended up winning the game. Trey dribbling, driving into the lane. Little floater by Trey. is around rim and out. Rebound, though, taken by Clint Capella. Up and in. Clint Capella has given the Hawks the lead. That was a big play. And he out-rebound Giannis, the two-time MVP on that. So that shows, goes to show you Atlanta's got guys who can block shots, rebound, hit open shots. After the game, Trey Young knew that game one, they're not intimidated after what they did in Philadelphia and in New York against the Knicks. Our attention to detail. like We've been uh, very focused and very uh, locked in when it comes to, to preparing for our opponent. And um, we know uh, we, we didn't get a high seed, so we got to try to steal one. Um, on the road. 
And there is breaking news today from the NFL. The NFL is going to allow throwback helmets starting in 2020. Now, the Raiders have the best brand and color scheme in all of the NFL, the silver and black in their logo. So I don't know exactly what the Raiders can do here, uh, but Pro Football Talk's got some of those helmets up now, which are pretty cool. The most popular throwbacks are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers white helmet with the orange Buccaneer logo, the New England Patriots with the Pat Patriot look, so the old school look of the Patriot in the offensive line bent over position, and the Tennessee Titans can go back to the Oilers throwback helmet. So there are a lot of fans out there who are pretty excited about this. I, you know, again, with the Raiders, I've always said I stay in my lane, but I wouldn't touch the Raiders' logo, their colors, or anything. Everybody should be jealous of that. Everybody should be jealous of what the Raiders have. Raiders don't need any gimmicks when it comes to any merchandise. they got some of the coolest merchandise in all sports. Bob Arum's going to join us. How cool is that? The Hall of Fame boxing promoter. We have him next. The JT The Brick Show is brought to you by Sam and Ash, proud partners of JT and the Raider Nation. If you get into an accident, call 702-820-1234 or go to SamAndAshLaw.com. The largest payroll in baseball will have to spin the ball this Sunday. Listen at 3 when the Los Angeles Dodgers play host to the Chicago Cubs on ESPN Las Vegas. Brought to you by Remy Martin. Team up for excellence. This summer, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill's Summer Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and August 5th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose, on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Summer Rewards and to see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. Las Vegas home values have skyrocketed and interest rates are at all-time lows. That means it's time to call Nova Home Loans, 877-700-NOVA. It's Steve Cofield. I'm telling you, you got to get your mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans. In less than 30 minutes, they'll tell you how much your house has appreciated. With that equity, improve your home. Set up a pandemic relief fund or even pay off mounting debt. I got my mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans, got money out of the house, and my monthly payment still went down over $200. Call Nova Home Loans now, 877-766-82. That's 877-700. Nova. Go to PropSwap.com and receive up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit and enter bonus code ESPNVEGAS. PropSwap.com is where America buys and sells sports bets. Go online, PropSwap.com. JT the Brick here. Did you know that 90% of people that get into an accident don't realize that they have rights? Call Sam and Ash Injury Law. If you've been hurt in an accident, there is recovery, justice, and a bright future. I know that if I ever get into an accident or any of my inner circle needs a lawyer, it's Sam and Ash Injury Law all the way. Save this number in your phone as JT's lawyer, Nevada's very own, 702-820-1234 or SamAndAshLaw.com. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. 
Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. Finley Volvo invites you to discover the first pure electric SUV from Volvo, the XC40 Recharge. Volvo's first battery electric SUV is fully connected, featuring the first infotainment system designed and built by Google and powered by Android. Hey Google, turn up the heat. With Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store built in, along with legendary Volvo safety, it's the SUV you've been waiting for. Learn more about the XC40 Recharge at FinleyVolvo.com. The JT The Brick Show is brought to you by the Henderson Hyundai Superstore on Boulder Highway in Henderson. Why pay more? They have the super deals you're looking for. Well, I think just do what we've done all year, which is, uh, you know, rely on our uh, foundation and our principles and, you know, don't get impatient and don't get outside our structure. I think, uh, you know, we fell behind last game and, kind of self-imploded uh, after that. So lesson learned. Uh, I'm sure we'll be better tonight. Peter DeBoer. I'm good with Peter DeBoer. You know, but most uh, hockey fans always want to run the head coach out of town if they don't win. That's just the nature of the sport. Gerard Gallant will be the new head coach of the Rangers in New York City at Madison Square Garden. If, if you're Peter DeBoer, this comes with the territory. You got to win this game. Got to win this game. And if you don't, People are going to speculate. I don't know how you speculate on a coach who's in the final four of hockey. And the coach can't skate them up and play. All the coach can do is motivate the players to do it. And DeBoer calms these players down when they lose and gives them a proper game plan to come back and win. Uh, Bob Arum's going to join us here in a little bit. We might have to wait for him a bit. So if you want to get in here before the last half hour of the show, uh, 702-365-9200. I'm looking for the final score of the Golden Knights game. Final score of the Golden Knights game and how you think the game plays out, 702-365-9200. And Bob's got the fights going on this Saturday over at Virgin Hotels. So tonight I'm going to the grand opening of Resorts World, and we've been there for the grand opening of Virgin Hotels, which have been outstanding and a lot of fun. So if you had an opportunity to go to any of these openings, I didn't go to the opening opening because I was working that night for Circa, but I've been to Circa a number of times since, and Derek Stevens has hit it out of the park there, and that is a big storyline. Uh, we mentioned the NFL. The big story this week was Carl Nassib coming out gay, and everyone's trying to get a piece of Carl to come on their television shows, and he really hasn't done much because, I don't know, I think he's being very private about this. He put it out on his Instagram feed, and that was it. And now a lot of people are wondering out there, when is he going to talk? When is he going to have that big, big, big sit down? And I know that the Raiders at some point are going to make him available to the general public, and we'll see what happens. Another NFL story that I think we need to keep an eye on here in Vegas is the Steelers have released six-time Pro Bowl guard David DeCastro. Okay, he's had an ankle injury. He was in the final year of his contract at $4.2 million. Uh, he has a, excuse me, final year of his contract, $14.2 million, the cap hit would be. Releasing him saves the Steelers $8.75 million. DeCastro didn't participate in minicamp recently. The Steelers also brought in Pro Bowl guard Trey Turner for a visit last week. So the only reason I'm bringing this up is he was drafted in 2012. He's been around a while. 
He's a hell of a player, six-time Pro Bowler. You got Richie Incognito as one of the guards. As we look at the second guard position since Gabe Jackson left, this is someone that's got to be on the Raiders, I think, map. And you get the team doctor, someone's got to look at his ankle. And if his ankle's okay or they think coming off surgery, he's going to be okay, you got to take a look. He is an accomplished offensive lineman at the highest level in this league. And he's cheap now because he was just let go. So the Steelers released him. So I would assume that Mike Mayock is looking at this situation because it's a need for the Raiders. Now the Raiders went out and got Alex Leatherwood, which is great, which I'm okay with, and he's going to play right tackle. But what about right guard and incognito and the depth that they have at the position? The only reason why the Raiders or any team would look at DeCastro is because he was just cut and he's cheap and he's a six-time pro bowler, but he's been injured. I'd, I'd take a flyer at him in a minute. Can you imagine the Raiders on the offensive line if David DeCastro can play? Unbelievable. Throughout my 25 years, I've had the pleasure to interview Bob Arum many times, the CEO and founder of Top Rank, and he's kind enough to join us. Bob, uh, great to talk to you again. I want to begin with the Virgin deal. How'd you put it together? I've been there the last two weeks. I love that theater, the relaunch of the old Hard Rock. How much fun you have in there? Well, you know, we at first didn't know when we would get 100% spectators, and we met the uh, owner of the uh, Virgin, and he was a boxing fan. And he says, why don't you come over and uh, do the events uh, at the joint? Uh, and I re- remember years ago having done events when it was at the Hard Rock. It's a great, great place to watch uh, a boxing match. And that, and Saturday will be our fourth event uh, within a month uh, at the uh, uh, at the. Uh, uh, the theater. Yeah, I think it's great. I had a great time. Last week, I took my son to see the monster from Japan. Bob, come on. This guy, he's like a, a Marvel comic cartoon character. Led, the body punch that he threw, the promotion you put on in the documentary that ran on ESPN before that. I mean, this guy's a sensation. How great can he be? The monster. Uh, you know, he could be the great fighter of our era. I mean, it's hard to say about a little guy like that, but he's a sensational boxer and uh, a tremendous puncher. Uh, So, uh, and he's the nicest kid in the world, the nicest, politest kid in the world. You really believe, Bob, that you can take the monster from Japan anywhere around the globe when more and more people see him? In the coming fights, I mean, you put him in the ring with anybody, he can knock anybody out, and then having him as a promotable asset, I just think he's the perfect asset to promote around the world. A little kids, women, a boxing purist are all going to love him. Right. Well, you can't imagine how popular he is now in Japan. I mean, they say he's even more popular than the kid that uh, – uh, pitches uh, for the Angels. Otani. A great hitter, yeah. They say that, uh, that Inouye is even more popular than he is. So, hey, you know, we're, we're thrilled to be able to promote him. 
I, hey, the week before I, I saw Shakur fight, I just wanted to ask you this, and please tell me if it's a fair question. I thought he could have ended that fight early. It felt a little bit like a Floyd fight where he was going to win 12 nothing. I was looking for a little bit more entertainment value from him in a knockout. Is that just not his style, and he's going to be a defensive fighter yeah. who puts fighters away easy? He's got to realize when he has uh, his opponent, you know, shut out that particularly towards the later rounds, what he should do is get rid of the guy, go after him. And he didn't do that, but he's a young guy and he's learning. So I don't think you'll see that again in a subsequent fight. Bob Arum joins us. I'm so happy you said that. I wasn't nervous. We go back away asking you that question, but I'm so happy you said that because he's such a skilled boxer. Now you have Lomachenko again, Bob, and he was just a rising comet in this sport, and he remains one of the greatest boxers. Pound for pound, what's at stake in this fight? This is a massive fight you have Saturday night at Virgin Hotels. Because in dealing with Lomachenko, you're dealing with most fighters. They want the easiest possible fight. You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're all businessmen. But with Lomachenko, he's different. He wants, he doesn't want it. He won't do an easy fight. He only wants a fight that's going to challenge him. And this Japanese boy, Nakatani, is much taller than Loma yeah. is. And we've seen him now uh, twice. Uh, he fought uh, and went the distance with... Uh, Tiafimo a while back, and then in the bubble here, uh, he fought the Verdeo of Puerto Rico, and he was getting beat, was Nakatani, uh, but instead of quitting, he just pulled himself together and ended up knocking Verdeo out. Bob Arum, as we wrap this up, so yeah, this is a big fight for him with Tiafimo in that division, and Davis, and and, Bob, you've got some of the greatest fighters in the world. You always had the greatest fighters in the world. What are you most optimistic about now as still there are heavyweights where other promoters can't make fights? You're the guy who makes the fights and always delivers for the fans. What does the rest of the year look like for you? Well, we're great. We have some great heavyweights. Uh, in addition to Dyson Fury, we have uh, uh, this Effie kid who's from uh, Nigeria. Uh, terrific. Tony Yoka, a gold medal winner from France, who's beating everybody. Uh, we have probably the best American heavyweight who's going to be a, uh, a champion. Uh, and uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, coming along uh, really, really great. Uh, Anderson. Uh, he'll He's now uh, sparring with Tyson Fury, and he'll be fighting an undefeated Russian on that card July 24th. Hey, Bob, finally, for the last four-plus years I interviewed you, you did not get along nor like the past president of the United States. How do you feel now about the new president of the United States in boxing? And uh, are you relaxing easily, easier because... You, know, you were kind of worked up for the last four years talking politics about the past administration. Well, and rightly so. But as far as President Biden, I'm a big, big supporter. 
He's a middle-of-the-road Democrat, which I am, uh, and he, uh, he, he's a genius at getting legislation through, as you see now with the infrastructure bill that's been approved in a bipartisan way, uh, and he'll keep uh, those crazy radicals in the Democratic Party under control. You know, particularly look in Nevada. We have uh, so many great Democratic office holders, uh, whether it's our two senators, our governor, uh, our attorney general, uh, and and we have this idiot woman uh, who is now the titular head of the Nevada Democratic Party, and she's as crazy as some of those Republicans. Last fight, you had Gene Simmons sitting with you. Any other celebrities, or should we wait and see? You got the the opening of Resorts World. There's a lot of celebrities in town. Virgin just opened. You got a huge fight night. A lot of celebrities in town this weekend, Bob. Yeah, we we're down to under a hundred tickets left, so they better step up pretty soon. We'll have a lot of celebrities at the fight, and uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. Uh, for the grand opening uh, of Resort World. I understand it's a fantastic property. Excellent. I'll see you over there tonight, and I'll see you Saturday ringside. Thanks for doing this, Bob. Always appreciate it. All right. Good talking to you. Thanks for having me. You got it. Bob Arum, Hall of Fame trainer. You get Bob on, you move move stuff around. Bob Arum, Lomachenko at Virgin. There are still 100 tickets left if you want to go. I took my son's. I'm waiting on the Golden Knights. I have tickets to go to that. It's going to be a big weekend here in town, but a lot of it centers around the Lomachenko fight and what we're going to see over at the the Fortress, hopefully on a game on Saturday night. Right? We're all going to see a game Saturday night, right, Vegas? Golden Knights are coming back. Right, everybody? I hope so. I hope you're fired up. I hope you're fired up for this. I am. I'm ready to roll. The JT The Brick Show brought to you by Grimaldi's, best pizza I ever had. How could that be? I'm from New York because I've eaten a lot of pizza in my life, and Grimaldi's is the best pizza I ever had, period. Kicks off the glass. Marcheseau near boards. Couldn't clear the zone. Still alive. Meyer is in. He shoots. Glove save! Letter, who was sliding to his right, reached back to his left. Brilliant glove save on Timo Meyer. And the game remains 2-2. All reports Leonard going tonight. He was brilliant in the last game. And four or five of the saves in that game saved the series. He's got to stand on his head tonight, the Panda. Las Vegas Bowl got the reminder today as a PSL holder for Allegiant Stadium and tickets will be on sale for everyone in town. The opportunity to see the Las Vegas Bowl December 30th, 2021 at Allegiant Stadium. The executive director, my good friend John Sassenti joins us. John, proud of you. You got everything rocking here. This bowl game is building. How are you? JT, I'm always good when I get to talk to you, my brother. I hope you're well. Tell me about this. I know I got the pre-sale reminder. It's one of the most talked about bowl games every year, as you did a brilliant job at Sam Boyd in building this brand on ESPN with everything that surrounds it. 
now you have the most famous new stadium in all of football as your backdrop. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, the, the, the game has changed completely for us. And, and it took me a little while to realize and understand it. And, and, and thank God we have, you know, our Las Vegas Bowl committee, which is made up of 50 local business leaders. And we, we talked about this as, as we were leading into this, this new game. And we just we, we, we had to convince ourselves that we have to change the mindset of this game. It is a totally different animal. And we have to understand that we're one of the big boys now. And, 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 and it's showing, right? You know, the, the, the amount of press that we're getting, the amount of interest that we're getting. I think, I think you know, when we, when we first posted, um, you know, a, a, a sign-up sheet for are, would you be interested in the Las Vegas Bowl, I think we had 20,000 people sign up that said they were interested in tickets to buy. So we're going we're gonna to see firsthand, like you said, the Raiders PSLs went today. Uh, our, our existing season ticket holders get a chance to buy on Monday, and then the general public starts to, to buy on July 1st. So we're, we're hoping that it's, uh, it's going uh, to be a pretty successful ticket run. This is the year that we have the Big Ten, so it's Big Ten versus Pac-12, and uh, you know, who knows what the heck's going to happen, but I'll, I'll tell you, it's pretty exciting. The first bowl projection I saw online the other day had USC versus Michigan. I think we'd, I think we'd take that all day every day. Yeah, that's a big part of your job. John Sassenti joins us that you're working for this event all year long. I know you and your team, countless hours to get this ready. And then you have to wait, wait, and wait for a full season (laughs) to develop in front of you. And then you get on the road. And as you're trying to recruit and figure out these bowls, what is the calendar like in your mind when we see this game at the end of December and you really start heating up and start talking matchups? Well, JT, here, here, here's the deal, man. When, when I took this thing over a couple years ago, what, what, uh, it, it's a joke in our office that we always say, hey, we're going out in May, June, and July, and we're asking you to buy tickets to a football game in December where I can't tell you who's playing a couple weeks before. But buy right. tickets to it in May and June and July, right? It, it, it sounds crazy, but we've had some tremendous success doing it because the one thing that I, that I wanted to make sure was clear – it's not going to matter who's playing in the game. And that's, that's the way we treated the old game. It doesn't matter who's playing in the game. We're going to make it a fun event. You're going to come. You're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party with a football game going on, and everything is going to be great. Now it's a little bit different. We're still going to keep that mindset. We're still going to throw a great event. We're still going to go throw a great party. You're going to have fun. But you're doing it in a world-class venue with big, big, big-time major college football teams. So it's, it's, we, we've, we finally arrived where we're able to marry – the, the great experience with great football as well. John Sassenti, the executive director of the Las Vegas Bowl. So I saw in the paper, too, the vision that you have for that weekend and what could be one of the biggest get-togethers in all of sports. I mean, you're talking about a lot of events surrounding this game. Talk about some of the ideas that you have. <laughs> well, I think the one idea you're talking about is we're, we're, we're doing our, our one Vegas sports gala. It's, it's, it's one night, one team, one Vegas. Um, JT, you were you were always you were you were big um, you were big at the Las Vegas Bowl every year, and you used to always grab me during game day and joke around and like and say this is the John Sassenti Christmas party, right? Everybody and anybody that was in the sports and entertainment world was at our game in that end zone lounge and in that tent, and that's what I was most proud of. I think on game day is that we were the platform, we were the event that brought everybody in the sports and entertainment industry to our game where they had an opportunity to talk about the year, talk about what was going on, share some stories, share some laughs, bond together. Well, with the new stadium, we don't have that end zone lounge anymore. We don't have that space where everybody gets to come together. I didn't want to lose that. I wanted wanted the bowl to remain the platform to bring everybody in the sports and entertainment industry together. So what we did is the night before the game, we created an event, this, this, this one Vegas sports gala, 
uh, where we're going to do about a 500, 600-person event in Allegiant Stadium on the, on the party landing where the torch is. And uh, we're going we're gonna to throw a pretty badass party surrounded and, and themed around sports in Las Vegas and celebrate the year in sports and entertainment in Las Vegas and bring everybody together. And, and at the end of the day, we're going to be able to cut some checks back to charitable organizations that touch sports um, and kind of, a, kind of a win-win for everybody in the community. What an idea. So but the night before the game, the biggest sports party of the year, out there on the landing, the Coors Light landing, looking back at the strip, a who's who of Vegas sports industry in one place the night before the game. That makes the game a two- to three-night party instead of one party. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the, the response has been tremendous. We've got support from the Raiders. We've got support from the Golden Knights, the Aviators, UNLV, the Speedway. Everybody's fired up about this event, and and my goal and my 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 vision of this thing is it we're going to be the last event of the year for the most part every single year. We want the bowl to be the platform that brings everybody together and ta- tells the story of sports and entertainment uh, in Las Vegas over that year and and celebrate it. And I, I think you know year one, I think we're going to knock it out of the park, and this thing's just going to grow into a bigger, bigger, better event every year. You know we're 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 working on a lot of local Las Vegas sports celebrities that, that have interest in attending. It's, uh, it's going to be yeah. cool. But, JT, you know you're on that VIP list, buddy. You don't have to Can't worry wait. about it. I got you covered, buddy. Can't wait, my friend. You, you have the biggest list in town. Finally, <laughs> I got about a minute to go. Give me the final score tonight in Montreal, Golden Knights at the Canadians. Well, I'll tell you what. I, obviously, I'm rooting for our Knights uh, to win for, for, for obvious reasons. But more importantly, I'm rooting for them to win because that means we got a Game 7 at home. And there's nothing better than Game 7 at home in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I think, I think the Knights came out flat in that last game. They're going to look themselves in the mirror and realize that they, they've got to make this happen. And if they get back home, then they, they, they win this thing if they come back home. So I think they're going to come out. I like 3-1 to one tonight, Knights. How great of an hour did I just have? I started with Steph McKenzie, Hall of Famer Bob Arum, the executive director of the Las Vegas Bowl, John Sassanti, and the great J.O.D. is picking me up right now to go to Resorts World. What, a, what an hour that is, my friend. I will see you tonight or this weekend, and go Knights, go, and I can't wait for the Las Vegas Bowl. Your vision in this JT, town and the dream that you had is outstanding. Yeah, I hope to see you soon, my friend, and thanks for, uh, thanks for always helping tell our story. You're the man. You got it. There he is, John Sassenti. Everybody knows him. He's like the mayor of Las Vegas. No disrespect to the mayor of Las Vegas. No disrespect. But if John Sassenti runs for mayor, I'll be co-chair. Do that. Great show today. Way to go, Bobby. Way to get it going. I was a little bit nervous in the beginning. Then we had Mikey Turner open up the show with a great call. And that got us going, and then everybody got fired up. Golden Knights win tonight 4-2. to two. Book it and lock it. If they do, I'll see a game seven Saturday night at T-Mobile in the Fortress, probably in the Hyde Lounge for a bit after I slide through and say hi to the media. Go Knights, go. Big week with the Raiders with Carl Nassib making global news, and uh, we're here for a short week next week. So everybody have a great day. If you're going to Resorts World, uh, check that out this weekend. Maybe we'll see you at the fights Saturday at Virgin. And then the big Golden Knights game if they come back with the win. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. All right? Take care.